Thank you for joining me for a few moments to ponder 1 Peter. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 57. As you come to Him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to Him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you... You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. 1 Peter 2, 4 through 10. If you were to look at this passage in your Bible, you would see footnotes all throughout it as Peter references something from the Old Testament in almost every verse. This draws my attention because this is Peter. He didn't go to rabbi school. He was a fisherman. He was a bit uh, rough around the edges and quick to draw a sword in the garden. And here he is quoting the Old Testament like a scholar. In fact, after Pentecost, the church leaders and elders were amazed when they heard him preach because, well, they said he and John were unschooled, ordinary men. But Peter was schooled. He had been homeschooled by Jesus for three years. Imagine all the teaching he received on Scripture. What he and the other apostles that wrote, what they show us is a deep understanding of the Old Testament. And I think this gives us insight into the importance Christ placed on Scripture and his desire for the disciples to know the Word of God. When Peter writes, for in Scripture it says, which is in verse 6, he goes on to show that Jesus is the cornerstone, which is Psalm 118, the stumbling stone of Isaiah 8, the foundation stone of Isaiah 28, the supernatural stone of Daniel 2, and the rock that miraculously gave Israel water in Exodus. 
Peter wants the believers to connect the wonder of Jesus with the church and also their individual lives, and so he uses God's word to do this. The imagery of stone and rocks are something they would have fully connected to and trusted because they also knew their scripture. When I started this podcast over a year ago now, one of the main purposes was to help you, the listener, hear God's word, to hear it and ponder it in a way that you could build into your day with some insights and some application. I truly believe it is vital for each of us to have a working knowledge of Scripture in order to live the life as a follower of Christ. When we plant the Word of God in our hearts, it's there to stand on, to draw strength from, and we can trust it. We are told in Isaiah 55 and again in 2 Timothy that the Word of God doesn't return void. What he says will be useful. Here, Peter's use of scripture helped the early Jewish Christians and others will help them see that the church doesn't cancel the Jewish heritage. It fulfills it. A few years ago, I watched some Ray Vanderlaan videos from the Holy Land. He was teaching on 1 Peter 2. And he connected the standing stones of the Old Testament and the living stones Peter speaks of here. In the Old Testament, the Israelites were directed by God to erect standing stones and altars as monuments to remember what God had done. For example, when they crossed the Jordan into the Promised Land, they built an altar so that whoever passed by and asked about the stones would be told the wonderful story of crossing the Jordan on dry ground. These stones, many of which still stand in Israel today, became a testimony, a story of faith for the Israelites. In verse 4, Peter calls Jesus the living stone. And to the churches in verse 5, he said, You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. There are a lot of connecting words for the Jewish Christians in these verses that we can draw from as well. In Matthew 21, Jesus quoted Psalm 118 when he spoke of being the chief cornerstone. Peter connects to those words here. First, Let's remember that he calls Jesus a living stone because he wants to make sure that all know Jesus is alive. Chief Cornerstone is the starting point in a building project. Everything is laid out in connection to this. And because it is a cornerstone, it is the beginning of two walls, a joining place. Jesus The living cornerstone is the joining piece for both Jews and Gentiles in the family of God. Also found in Matthew is a conversation between Jesus and Peter, where Peter confesses that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus responds by saying, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. 
And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. When Jesus says, on this rock, I will build my church, he doesn't mean Peter literally is the foundation. Jesus is the foundation. But he's saying that believers, standing as a rock in faith as Peter did at that moment, that faith will build his church. Just as the temple in the Old Testament, a place built in stone, was where God dwelled among his people, today we are the living stones where God dwells. We, each of us, are living testimonies to God's work. Peter's image here is this. Using living stones, the followers of Christ, God is building a spiritual house, the church. And as the royal priesthood, the children of the king, we are to build our lives, our spiritual sacrifices, on the foundation of the living stone, Christ. Verse 7 does remind us that for those who believe the stone is precious, but for those who do not, the stone will be rejected and it will cause them to stumble and fall. Oh, I pray Jesus is precious to you. Precious in that priceless, honoring way that touches your heart and warms your soul. But I know for some who believe in God, it's hard when it comes to Jesus and they stumble and it trips them up to let go and to surrender because they believe there is a higher power because they can see the world around them. But the sinfulness of that world makes them question a sacrificial, loving God. They miss the precious gift of Jesus in the process People need those of us who do follow Christ to be living, standing stones, testimonies, visible examples of God's work and love. Peter continues the connection between the Israelites and Christ's followers in verses 9 and 10 with words that both Jews and non-Jews would recognize. He wrote, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Just as God chose Israel, the church is chosen. The Jewish people had priests, and now Christians are a royal priesthood. Israel had sacrifices, and as followers of Christ, we offer spiritual sacrifices. You are like living stones. You are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You are chosen, special, holy, a part of the church, his royal child, 
called into his wonderful light. Just as the early church faced many challenges and needed Peter's reminders of who they had built their foundation on, reminded that their lives meant something and that the mercy they had received was a gift, God's word encouraged them. May this section of God's word be a reminder for you as well as you ponder these words today. You are a living stone of God's house, standing in his wonderful light so that our world may know him. Amen.